Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava, and it is Saturday. I am, I've just been working a lot today. I've been getting a lot done. I've been happy about that. Different things with eBay. I went garage sailing. I've been working on some Instagram stuff. Looking at Twitter, I'm I'm super pumped. I was watching a little bit of Gary V and seeing how there is Twitter audio messages and like tweets coming out. I'm I'm kind of pumped about that because he's pumped about it. And when he gets pumped about something, that usually means it's gonna hit. And so that's just something I was looking at a little bit today. Looking at some Amazon Alexa stuff and then. Just putting in some work, getting some stuff listed, and made a good amount of sales today. So it's been good all around. I got some packages in that I need to get listed, and it's just been it's been a pretty productive day for me, can't lie. So it's been good. But yeah, I woke up today, and I got going pretty early. I don't think I've gotten up that early on a Saturday in a while, just because I've been so tired recently, just not sleeping very much. But I got up at around... 6 30 today and came out and ate some breakfast got ready and went garage sailing with my uncle for about an hour and a half and the little town next to me had a garage sale so I went there with him and it started I think it started around nine but people started setting up around eight so we went around eight and I went out there and we looked around different garage sales that they had and it's a smaller town it's not like an extremely affluent area by any means or anything like that but you can always find gems if you're looking for them and so I walked up to a garage sale and it was like the first one I kind of walked to and they had a bunch of audio equipment like a receiver a cd changer a two two of these things I don't know what they were they may have been some sort of converter for the the sound or something I'm not exactly sure what they were and then there was a record player on top and so it said all of these 25 bucks and they were a brand called Technics and I'd flipped last year a stereo receiver that was pretty it was pretty good quality for a receiver and I flipped one of those it was a Technics by Panasonic so Panasonic used to own the brand and I flipped it for like 220 bucks plus shipping so this person paid like 250 plus tax for this so I knew that there was a demand for Technics stuff so I kind of I was gonna walk away because I didn't want to bring a whole bunch of stuff into my house after all this RA stuff but looking at the RA stuff seeing how some of it's moving and then seeing that I can also get some of it returned here in the next week or so. I'm realizing that I'm going to have a lot of space opened up, so it's not going to be a huge deal to bring some stuff in. And so I went over and talked to the lady. She said, yeah, this is mine from a while ago. You can see everything works. And I looked and all the all of the equipment was powered on and it was working and it looked good. I mean, it looked good to me. I didn't do a whole lot of testing on it because I don't really know how to test it that well. But through talking with her, she just seemed super genuine and... People like that, you can kind of tell sometimes if somebody's genuine. I mean, other times people can lie right to you and you wouldn't know the difference, but it didn't seem like she was coming from a place where she was trying to like pull one over on me. So I waited for her husband to come over because she said he was going to do the negotiating and they wanted 25 for it, which I was happy to pay. But he, I asked him, would you go any lower? And he offered me 20 and I said, how about 15? And he said, okay. So I got all this equipment for 15 bucks and the receiver paired with one of the other boxes 
goes for 150 bucks by itself. So you need to get out there and do garage sales. There is such an opportunity for garage selling, especially this year. People are, they've been stuck in, in their house, so bored. They don't have anything to do. Of course, garage sales are being canceled. Of course, things have been closed for the coronavirus. I get that. But the ones that are open, if you are comfortable going out, you need to get out there because there is some really, really good opportunities for you to make money. And so uh, those by themselves, 150 And then the rest of the parts, I think it was like 70, 50 to 75 for the other two boxes and then 40 to 50 for this the record player and all of that stuff included shipping so that's important if you're looking on ebay and you're looking at completed solds you have to look and make sure that you are actually doing sold items with shipping because if you're not then you could really lose a lot of money if you're shipping the item for free or the the person didn't pay shipping the buyer didn't pay shipping but the seller paid it on the listings you're looking at your item may not sell if you try and charge shipping on it so it's important to look if the item's going for 120 bucks but it weighs 50 pounds and it's going for free shipping you may lose a lot of money on that deal if you're not paying attention to what the item was sold at so they all charged shipping on the completed solds there had been multiples sold within the last month which is a good sign for garage sale items and I just felt really comfortable with it, so I went for it, and I picked those up. So that was something that was good. I was able to pick up a those five items. I mean, conservatively, if I sell the three for a hundred for fifty bucks each, that's one hundred and fifty plus the other ones for one hundred and fifty bucks. I probably made close to three hundred bucks off of that one house, and so that was within ten minutes of going. So ten minutes, three hundred bucks. That that equates to roughly eighteen hundred bucks an hour when you parse that out. So you can you can really make a lot of money, and and obviously you're not going to make eighteen hundred dollars an hour. You're not going to go out and and find three hundred dollars every ten minutes. But it's just crazy. That is that is often that's more than what a lot of people make in a day. And I found that in ten minutes. And maybe you feel like you don't have stuff like that around you. I felt the same way. It is a combination of what you know and what you learn that can help build up your knowledge base so that when you go out, you find more of these items. And so what I noticed today is I was being super selective with what I was picking up because my garage has been filled and I'm at the point where I'm not trying to just pick up anything to sell. So there were items that were $1 to $20 flips, but they didn't look like they were moving very quick or they looked like I'd have to do a lot of testing on the item. I just passed those up. I did not want to deal with that because I know... When things get busy, I'm not going to do the testing. I already bought a VHS player that I didn't test. I bought it last year at this time. And and I just, I, I know I need to do it, but there's always something else that would be more beneficial to me than making 20 bucks on that VHS player. So I just, I, there's things like that that I passed up today, but there's also things that are super easy to list. So the next thing I did is I walked across the street and went to the other garage sales on the other side of the road. And there were... A set of books and so I walked over and I skim and, and this is something I do I'll walk through and I'll skim through everything at the garage sale and it's important not to get at least to me not to get caught up on one item when you're looking at it I'll oftentimes look at an item do some quick analysis in my head of okay that item is this now I need now I know what I'm looking for and then I'll walk away and I'll look up the item on my phone away from the actual item I want because I don't want the person to feel like I'm really attached to it 
Now, this woman was a little bit older and she was selling children's books, so she probably did not care if she really got anything for them. But at the same time, if it's something like one of those stereo receivers and they had been 50 bucks and I wanted to get it for 30, I wouldn't stand there in front of it and try to look up the price like I did today. I would have walked away. I would have looked up the model numbers. I would have wrote them down. So I was standing there, walked away, looked it up and pretended I was looking at something else and then came back and made them an offer. And so... Or I would have came back and done some negotiations and had them make me an offer before I make an offer. So it's it's one of those things where you need to, it's important to walk and, and, and not be, at least to me, it's important not to be in front of the item you're trying to buy all the time. Because, I mean, if it looks like it's a competitive item and people are going to take it, then that's one thing. But if it if there's nobody there, you don't need to focus on it, at least in my opinion. And so I, I looked up the item and it was the set of Sesame Street children's books. And you know these type of books, if you see them, they're like a set of, of books that is either Disney-themed or Sesame Street-themed or, or any of these kind of books. There were all these sets made back in like the 90s and then up until now. But a lot of these older sets that are vintage now, they have value, especially if they're in good condition. And honestly, I made a mistake and did not look through the books. I still haven't, so I don't know what they look like on the inside. They could be completely colored over with crayon or something. But you want to look through books before you buy them. That's a good tip. Um, I was just kind of operating in super relaxed mode, not paying too much attention other than I was looking up comps, and then if I liked what I saw, i just buy it. But knowing that these books are probably going to get me, uh, the comps showed anywhere from 25 to 35 or 40 bucks plus shipping, it was a pretty good pickup for two bucks, which is what the lady wanted for him. Now the lady was, I was standing there and she's like, so do you have children? And I said, no. And this is the time where things get a little bit awkward for you and the person that's selling because you're standing there and they're like, well, to me, they're like, you're 23. What are you buying these for? And so she said, oh, what do you do with them? And I like, I didn't really have anything to say. I, I didn't even, I didn't feel like lying to her. And, but I still did. And I just kind of jokingly said, oh, well, you know, these are great reading material for before I go to bed. And she did not catch any of the sarcasm at all. She just looked at me. I was like, oh, that's good. And like looked weird at me like I was some weirdo, which rightfully so, if I'm reading one of those before bed every night, I probably would be weird. And she's like, well, have a good time reading those. And I, I didn't even have the heart to tell her I was lying. I just, I was like, okay, thanks. And I walked away. But so that that lady that I bought the books off of, if I ever see her again, she now thinks that I read them every night before bed. So that that was that was just something that I I walked away. My uncle was like, "You are an idiot. Why are you telling her that?" I, I didn't honestly think she'd believe me, but it it was it was pretty funny. So uh, outside of that, I went to one more garage sale. We hit about probably fifteen or twenty. Uh, they were tight in a community, so that's pretty easy to do when you're doing like town garage sales. When they're spread out, I I struggle hitting 10 sometimes because I live out near like out in the country more. I'm not in the city, but these small towns when they do town-wide garage sales, those are great to look for because you can hit multiple houses at one time. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. I've had sales where I think that I am going to crush it. I go in there and there's really not much to buy. 
I have sales that I think I'm going to do terrible at or that I did do terrible at. And then I find out after a little bit more research that some of the items I found I misresearched and are worth more money. And, and that happens rarely, but sometimes that does happen. So it's really up to you with what you, it's really up to the luck of the draw when you're going out to source at a garage sale what you're going to find. And so for me, I was able to hit up probably about 20 of them. Uh, one of the first ones that I hit, they had a bunch of puzzles. And right now, if you could have gotten these puzzles earlier in the year, like April, May, you would have absolutely destroyed because puzzles were doing really, really well. Um, people were stuck inside. They didn't have anything to do. Now, I got this puzzle, and it was I went and looked at the table, and there was one sealed new in the box, and that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for new sealed puzzles when I go to a garage sale if I'm going to buy a puzzle. The reason is a lot of people don't pay attention. They lose a piece and they're not thinking and they don't look for it because they only put a puzzle together once and now the buyer puts the puzzle together and they realize that they don't have one of the thousand or two thousand pieces they need to complete it. And that can be frustrating. That can be aggravating for them. It's even more aggravating for you when you get the email on eBay or the message on eBay that says, hey, I just like to let you know your 2,000 piece puzzle has 1,999 pieces. And at that point, I want to punch my hand straight through the computer screen because that would just drive me nuts. So like, first off, who has time to count that? But I guess if you're putting the puzzle together, it'd be pretty obvious that you didn't have that many pieces if one was missing. And so I, um, I don't want that to happen. I don't like buying things that I have to count extensively because it wastes a lot of time for me. And time is something that is very valuable because I don't have a lot of it just with having a full-time job, driving two hours a day. So I didn't pick up anything that was used and didn't spend the time counting because I would have been there all day. So I picked up the new in-box puzzle and they were 50 cents a puzzle, which is a steal. And so I walked over and the lady gave me the change and everything and, it, and we were good to go. Now the puzzle goes for about anywhere from 20 to 35-ish. So definitely a good flip there. Gonna make probably at least 20 bucks on that then charge the buyer shipping and we'll be good to go. So it was altogether a pretty good day. I can't really complain about it or anything. It was a pretty easy garage selling day. I mean, you don't every day get to go find all that good audio equipment. And audio equipment has been something I've ventured out into a little bit more. Since I've started selling things that are extremely heavy and bulky, I now know how to do that. And it's something that was daunting to me at first, but it's really not that difficult. If you have a heavy item, take it to FedEx. And if it's over 55 pounds, you cannot take it to a Dollar General or a Walgreens. You have to take it to an actual FedEx shipping center and they'll do it. They'll, they'll take it there, but that's all you have to do. It's really easy. Anything over 150 pounds is, is going to have to go freight. And that's when you start getting into really pricey areas. So I haven't done that yet. It would have to be a ridiculous flip for me to have to do that. And there are some that are going that way right now. Um, some flips have been really, really big that I could have made. Um, I was just, the items were massive and I'm not really sure how comfortable I am dealing with that right now. So that is what I did today. It was pretty good outside of doing those things. I came home, there was a release scheduled today. It was canceled. There was some foot site releases out today. They did not go for me well at all. Um, after those, I worked on a lot of listing and then got some stuff sold 
that's a thing. If you're listing, you want to get stuff listed because it'll trigger the algorithm and you will get sales that way. It's just very, very simple. It's very, it's, it's not something eBay will tell you, but it's been talked about by several resellers that I just treated as true at this point. Um, got that stuff listed, got some stuff sold, Instagram, a little bit of Twitter, podcasting. I'm going to be, I'm going to be recording probably all of the podcasts for Wednesday through Sunday tonight because I want to have new material for you guys all week, but I'm not going to be able to probably make it. Or if I will, it would be super weird. Like what I'm going to go in the, in the house that I'm in with all my family members and go up into one room and try and record something myself. That'd be weird. So I'm just going to do it all tonight and we'll be good to go. And I'll set them to release each day. Um, I don't know, maybe in the morning or something like that. So that's what I'm going to do. And I will get with you guys tomorrow with another podcast. You guys have a good one and, you know, try and get out there and get to some garage sales. They're always there on Sundays too. So I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.